in today's show. I'm here live on YouTube answering questions that you might have. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. And here we are. We're here with you guys live on YouTube. Going to answer some questions. You know what? Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> First question. Easy one. Let's get it out. Uh, get it out of the way. Gabe Marks. Can you explain the Isaiah Stewart sound drop nickname? Yep. His name's Isaiah Stewart. The sound drops for a bloke from an iconic Australian TV show called Home and Away. And the character's name is Elf Stewart. That's, that is it. And that is Elf Stewart saying Flame and Galah. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Simple as that. Very easy. All right. Moolah B-Man. Is it time to drop the incredibly healthy Christos Porzingis? Porzingis. Um, the problem here with the Wizards is that they're just dicking us around. Nah, he's healthy. He's ready to go. Uh, all right, cool. Three weeks later. Um, now it's no timetable. As soon as the trade was made, I was under the impression that he wouldn't play for them. That made sense to me with the bone bruise, with his knee problems, with where they were headed as a franchise. Um, and if you had to ask me that question on trade deadline day, I would have said, yep, yeah, probably drop him. All right? I don't think he's going to play. And they strung us along with all of this bullshit just to leave us in the same position that we were three weeks ago. Again, you're in the playoffs. I don't know when he's going to play. He did some practice. I, I honestly do think that Porzingis is going to play like one or two games and then be done. That that's my guess. But it's very hard to drop a bloke who might come out and have 28 and 10 with three blocks in his first game. You've got to be pretty desperate. Josh Giddy, on the other hand, it's more of a drop to me. He's not as good as Porzingis. We don't know the timetable on him returning from his hip injury. And I think if you need to drop, you need to drop. The same is going to go, and I know there's going to be a question about this, uh, about OG Ananobi. But what about Scarfs? OG. Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. Yeah, Moolah B-Man says the same thing. OG is definitely a drop now, two weeks minimum. That's what Woj just tweeted, that OG is expected to be sidelined for two weeks to rest his fractured finger and then be reevaluated on his timetable to return. Yep, two weeks. That is, for most of you, the first week of playoffs wiped out and half of the second week of playoffs wiped out. Again, if you have, whenever I say drop, if you have an open IL slot, You'd be a fool to drop. You just slot him into that position. But otherwise, bye. See you later. We'll get you back later on when you come back, if you come back. So we don't know when he's going to come back. That's just at least two weeks. And you're wiping out your first week and a half of playoffs, at least. So see you later. OG, unfortunately. Um, what position do I think Ben Simmons will get after he returns? Do you mean like... Um, Fantasy position designation. 
I don't know what he's got on sites at the moment. I imagine they'll he'll end up with like a small forward or power forward designation if he doesn't have it. He'll get he'll have point guard obviously, um, and I think he'll, they'll get one of the forward designations in there as well. Is Gafford a drop given he is not getting minutes even without Porzingis? Jeff, that's just not true. What do you mean he's not getting minutes? He's played over 20 in the last two. Last game was weird when they went to Bryant over Gafford. And I had multiple people tell me Gafford got injured. But he didn't. I don't know I don't know where people are thinking that Gafford got injured. But multiple people told me that. So it made me question my own sanity. But I couldn't see anything about him getting hurt. He just didn't play really much in the second half. Um, yeah, I, I still think he's an ad. So his last two games... Last three, he's played three games, starting 29 minutes, 24 minutes, 20 minutes. Yes, they're trending down, but he's had 17 and 6, 14 and 7, 12 and 4 with three blocks and shot at least 78% in all three of those games. I don't know what you're watching, Jeff, but that is not a drop to me. Do I think the Sixers are favorites to win the East? That's a good question. I think they've... Well, I don't know what the actual odds are, that's that's part of it. Um, so I don't know who actually is the favorite. Who would I have? Obviously, you've got Miami. There's Philadelphia. There's Milwaukee. There's Brooklyn. There's Chicago. In Brooklyn, we're assuming they get healthy at some point. Um, yeah. I, I don't trust Doc Rivers in the playoffs, so that leaves me skeptical. But... Yeah, I think I would have, I think I would have them probably equal to Miami. Although I'm very worried about what the hell, whatever the hell it is that's going on with Jimmy Butler at the moment. Will Dejounte Murray miss games down the stretch? Hassan, these are one of these questions. I don't, I have no idea, no idea. But I would guess they've rested him a couple of times on back-to-backs. The Spurs are going nowhere, so there will be some games like on those back-to-backs that he sits out. That would be my guess. How's my jump shot? Broken, irreparably. Would you roster both Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson in nine cat leagues? Yeah, I don't care that they play on the same team. It doesn't worry me. So if it makes sense on my squad and I've got those roster spots, they're independent entities to me. And I don't think, and while if Jackson gets into foul trouble, it helps Smith, they can very easily coexist together. The problem is going to be if Miles Turner returns, where do the minutes go and how do they distribute them? But yeah, I've got no problem with those guys. What are the odds that Roby gets 30 plus minutes rest of season? Low. Low, but he'll get it some nights. Now, nothing particularly changed much yesterday. You know, Muscala was out, Robinson Earl was out, Favors was out, but that's been the case for weeks now. Favors doesn't play every single night at all, and Roby gets like 24, 25 minutes most nights. So averaging 30 plus, very, very low chance. Will he spike to 30 multiple times? I think he will. I think he will. Um... Is Lonnie Walker must roster in a points league? He seems to have gotten a bump post Derek White trade. He has gotten a bump, yeah. Um, is he must roster? I don't. Well, that's, you know what? I don't have his points totals off the top of my head, so I'm going to have a look and see where he sits. In my initial instinct is to say probably not. Probably not a must. Let's look at what he's done over the last month. Good old Lonnie. He's the 172nd ranked player, averaging 21 fantasy points. Okay, that's not must roster. Over the last two weeks, what has Lonnie been able to do there? Okay, that's a bit different. 
It's only three games, but he's averaging almost 27 fantasy points. 22 real-life points. It's not, 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 a, it's not a bad ad in a uh, points league. It's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying, yeah, it's a must, but it's not bad. What is your message? This is from Nathan Blundell. What is your message to my league that wants to play the final playoff matchup the 4th of April to the 10th of April? Oh, fuck off. Hey, fuck off. Um, yeah, Nathan, that's stupid. It's ludicrous. You guys are going to hate it when it happens. It's dumb. I've been there millions of times. Trust me, I've done this for so many years. And you might think it's all well and good to play, but how good is it going to be when Chris Smith's playing 35 minutes a night? Yes, do you know who that is? No, maybe not. But this is what's going to happen. It's a shit show. It's a disaster. It, they are absolutely stupid for wanting to do that. Giddy does have a hip issue. Yes, that's wrong. That's right. Sorry, that's right. F. Why am I so high on Roby? I'm not. I'm not so high on Roby. I just think he's worth picking up. Look at what he did yesterday. He's had a very fantasy-friendly game. He can hit some threes. He can score. He can rebound. He can block some shots. And if he's getting 26 to 27 minutes a night, there's a potential top 120, maybe top 100 player there. Who else is taking the minutes at center? That's, that's the question you've got to ask. I'm not so high on him. I don't think he's a future NBA starter. I don't think he's a long-term piece at all. I don't think he's going to change league's trajectories, but I think he's worth adding. So I think people need to be, people always do this with what I say. And that's fair enough because maybe I'm not clear all the time. Man, you love this book. You're so high on him. You go, no, it's all just about, hey, let's take the chance on this guy. Let's see what happens. It's not about, oh, I love the bloke or anything like that. Like nothing re- remotely close. Um, do I hold Ben Simmons if you're guaranteed playoff starting March 14th? Well, you've got, what, a week and a half? I'd be pretty surprised, Nick, if he's able to go. But why not? Why wouldn't you hold until we get an update? There's no reason not to. You, these next 10 days for you don't matter. So yeah, just hold him and see if we get a new update come through. Is Shea a top 15 dynasty asset? Yeah, Andrew, I think he might actually be higher in dynasty. What song is the Franz Wagner sound drop? It's Franz Ferdinand's Take Me Out. And if you want to take yourself out and place bets at the best place possible, it is Bet Online. Basketball is at full throttle firing towards the playoffs. And so all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right I want to say right up to Olympic coverage, but that's over. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online is where the game starts. Okay, next question that you guys have for me. Would you dump PJ Washington in a 9-cat 12-team league? Why, Alex, well, that would depend on who I'm adding, isn't it? I think he's... I think probably not, but again, if he is your worst player then your worst player automatically becomes expendable. But in general, as a general rule, he's probably in most teams going to be their 11th best player or 12th best player, and that makes him most likely a hold. Jordan Poole getting close to a drop? Yep, he is. And if you're in a shallow league, 8 or 10 team league, I would I would drop him. In a 12, it's borderline, but it is getting to that position well, that, that stage where getting stream value in for that roster spot might be more worthwhile. 
Is Karis Levert a hold for fantasy playoffs? Well, Hassan, I don't know when your playoffs start, but I think he's going to be back. He could be back started next week, so yes. What's wrong with Giddy? He has a hip issue. Do I think the injury is for real? Yes. Look, I am never going to be one to tell you that an injury is fake. I'm just never going to be the one because these are athletes who take pride in their performance and their bodies. And I just don't think the injuries are fake. Sometimes injuries can be, um, I don't know, exaggerated by teams at times. But I, for a bloke like Josh Giddy, who's trying to win the Rookie of the Year, who has won Western Conference Rookie of the Month every month of the season... There is no doubt to me that he wants to be out there. And there's no doubt to me that the Thunder want him to win Rookie of the Year. They want him playing and they want him doing that. That is, I feel 100% confident in saying that. So do I think the injury is real? Yes, 100% I do. i take Jalen Smith over Roby. Sure, Tim, I would too. Who's the best looking bloke in the NBA? Whew. Serge Barker used to have that unlock for me. Like he's, he's a very attractive man. Um... Josh Giddy's pretty handsome in a different way. Who else? Who else is a a good-looking man, best-looking bloke? I don't know. There are a few. Cali Ubre? Mm. He's not for everyone, though, is he? If Tate is out long-term, do we grab rush to grab KJ Martin? I would grab KJ Martin, yes. When was Giddy hurt? It appeared out of the blue after the All-Star break. I don't know. It might have happened in practice. It might have happened at All-Star. I, I didn't see the injury. Why do I say Budrick Heald? Because I'm taking the piss. Because I'm just being funny. Because I'm looking at the name Buddy and saying, well, what's the actual long version of Buddy? Is it Budrick? Of course it's not. Buddy's a nickname. But I'm just taking the piss. It's like calling LeBron, LeBronald. What else have we got going on here in the chat? Please do, Nathan. Pass that message on and let me know how your league uh, responds to it. Who would I drop? Sweaty Bloke says, who would I drop to activate Garland? Dennis Breakfast? Dennis Breakfast? I, Den, what? Dennis, okay. Or Chumbucket Akiki. Well, they're, they're two horrible nicknames considering one of them, I don't even know who it is. Who would I drop? Well, I'm going to have to assume that Dennis Breakfast is Dennis Schroeder because I don't, I can't think of any other Dennis in the NBA. And if it's him, then it is the clearest drop of all time. Okay. Denny Avdia, you mean? So Dennis Breakfast is Denny Avdia. Uh, yeah, drop him. Is Mo Bamba a must-roster 10-team ESPN points? I don't know. His production's back up. He probably is. 12s, yes. 10, not sure about. But he probably is. What's going to happen with Brogdon the rest of the season? If I knew, I'd be a miracle man. I don't know. I'm going to guess he's going to miss some time. He's going to sit some back-to-backs. And I think there's a chance that when we head to the end of March, that the Achilles flares up. That's my guess. But I honestly don't know. Has Sadiq Bey surprised me this season? Yes. At the start of the season, you said he was a terrible fantasy player, but he seems to have exceeded my expectations. He has. He was dreadful for the first two months of the season, probably. Really bad. Trying to do so much stuff that he was not able to do. And then everyone went out. And he was the number one option, and he took it on. And he has been very impressive. Now, I still don't think that he's a number one or number two option. And he's not a guy that I want initiating a bunch of offense at all. But he has improved significantly. Is Fournier must roster 12 team? Probably Faisal. I can see that changing. 
That probably is, yes. Would I drop Batum for Roby? I would. What's Fultz's outlook? I, best, I guess I better talk about Fultz, considering his picture is in the thumbnail of this show. I've talked about this a lot. I thought more people would have questions about Fultz. I don't believe that Markel Fultz is going to be a 12-team league guy. He's going to play off the bench. He's going to sit back-to-backs. Someone said to me, what makes you think that he's going to sit back-to-backs? Because they're going nowhere and he's coming back from an ACL. I, I, it would be stunning to me if he didn't. But he's still going to play limited minutes. Even in his peak, in big minutes, he wasn't a fantasy beast at all. And the low minutes, the uncertain role, the potential to sit out games. Look, if he turns into a player and he's getting 30 minutes, and I'd add him then. I don't want to sit through the ramp-up period for three weeks in the middle of fantasy playoffs to deal with a guy who has in the past had efficiency problems and the minutes aren't going to be great. So I wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't bother with him. Um, okay. Which Magic Guard rest of season should be rostered? Both Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony are the two guys that I'd be rostering. Jackson Hayes over Chris Boucher? Very, very, very easily. Very easily. One of those guys is a top 100 player, and the other one is Chris Boucher. Very easily. Um, would I keep Cam Johnson or Jay Crowder? That's a good question. Um, I'd keep Cam Johnson for now. When Derek Rose returns, do I see him getting the starting point guard job? They've been very hesitant to start Derek Rose. I think there's a chance he does, but again, he's coming off an ankle injury where he's missed two plus months. So I don't think they're going to be forcing him straight into that role. Is Rob Covington a hold? Sammy says. Sammy, I think he probably is. Yeah, I think I think he probably is, but the upside is low because of the minutes. And you're looking at him really as a defensive stats specialist at this point. That's how I would be viewing him. But I'd also be viewing Bilt Bar as the best tasting protein bar specialist. No one else could do it as good as they can. They might as well just say, hey, we're basically a candy bar, but we're good for you. Because that's what they are. They're full of protein, 17 grams of protein, in fact, in most of these bars, and just 130 calories. Four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, low in fat, amazing stuff. The flavors, great. And have you tried their puffs? Whew. Protein-infused, marshmallowy, proteiny goodness. What a mouthful that is, but that's exactly what Built Bar is. It's a mouthful full of goodness. That's what she said. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you can get 15% off your order of Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Let's... Um, Let's go to the next question, whatever that is going to be. Let's scroll through them here. Do I like Gary Payton in 9-cat for his back-to-back starting Monday? Yeah, if you need steals, that's really all I'd be trusting him for. And I think his value is going to drop a little bit when Clave comes back. But for steals, there's something there for him. His role, though, feels insecure. Thoughts are Camelo Anthony. Um, he plays for the Lakers, and he's going to be a uh, Hall of Fame NBA player. Out of the top few rookies this year, Giddy, Barnes, Mobley, etc., who do I think will take a fantasy jump next year? Hmm. I think all of them will, honestly. The big one I think takes the, the biggest jump is probably going to be Jalen Green. Um, I think Cade's going to take a big jump next year as well. Honestly, I think they all are going to take big jumps. Giddy, yeah, no, I think they all take big jumps. 
Is Payne must roster? I believe so, yes. Is there a Hayward update? Well, I'm just looking. I haven't seen one. Um, no, I haven't seen one. I don't think you need to be holding on to him. I'm so conflicted on Brissett. Do you want me to remove your confliction about O'Shea Brissett? Well, this depends if you're in a category league or a points league. Brissett is fine in a points league. In a category league, he is not very good. He is, as I'm just waiting for my screen to uh, open up. Let's have a look. I project him to not be top 200 rest of the season. Um, what is he? Over the last month, he's played 29 minutes a game. That's 11 games. And he's ranked 203rd. Because he's shooting horribly from the line and horribly from the field. 39% from the field, 65% from the line. He averages 0.7 steals and 0.7 blocks with under two assists and 12 points. Like people look at it and go 12 and seven, man, that's sick. And everything else is bad. So he is not a good category league player. So I don't think that you're looking at him as an absolute must roster player. Let's go on to some more questions. Should you pick up Hayward? I just said, I think he should be dropped. So I wouldn't bother with that. But if you've got an open roster spot and an open IL slot, why not? Is LeBron sitting soon? I don't know. I wish I knew. I think he will miss some games, yes, but I couldn't tell you when. Why is Patrick Beverly considered a 12-team ad? That's a very good question. And let's get some more details on that. Thanks for that, Be Alive 11 His field goals and free throws are bad. He doesn't score a lot, not many rebounds. All right, let's talk about why Patrick Beverly is a 12-team league ad. Over the last two months, he's the 99th ranked player. Okay, there you go. So why why is that? Well, five assists is good. 1.4 steals is good. One block is unbelievably good for a point guard. Two threes is pretty solid. His free throws, they're at 76%. They're actually at 78% over his last 12 games. That's not bad. That's neutral. Neutral to positive. That's fine. His field goal percentage is rough. I'll give you that. His points are low. Rebounds are not great. But good assists, good steals, great blocks, solid free throws, good threes. Again, it's very hard to argue with the numbers. In under 26 minutes, he's a top 100 player. And that's with me when I look at things. I downvalue the, the, the impact that steals and blocks have because I know that they can swing so wildly because they're low volume. So I actually downplay their value and he's still top 100. If you were playing just with full weighting on each of those categories, or if you were viewing rankings with full weightings on those categories, he's probably top 80 over that time. Drop Precious for Crowder. Yeah, I don't know why you're holding Precious. Yes. What big jump would Barnes take? Consistent usage? Yeah, and better shooting numbers, I think is what we're looking at. Also, his assist numbers are not particularly high. Like for a guy that came in, it's like, hey, he can play some point guard. His assist numbers aren't that high. And there's plenty of room for usage, percentages, um, assist numbers, even defensive stats. Probably not as much that. Um, okay. Should we expect Capella, Aaron asks, to be better or expect his current production this year and next? Next year, I, I think Clint Capella is not going to be starting for Atlanta next year. Whether that means he's starting for another team or not, I don't know but I don't think he's going to be starting for Atlanta. Do I, I think that there is a real problem with his Achilles slash ankle. And I think that's going to... He's older. He's not that old, but he's older. Um, I, I think a little bit better than current production, but not back to his prime at all. 
What else? What other questions have people got? What are my thoughts on Steven Adams? Do I think he can sustain his numbers? Probably not quite where they're at at the moment, but maybe not far off. Are Fred Van Vliet's status updates this morning worrisome or another Nick Popovich nurse moment? Should we assume he misses a game of this back-to-back or maybe even Sunday's game? Missing a game of this back-to-back? Yes, absolutely. We should expect him to miss a game of this back-to-back. The knee is, I think, going to be something that plagues him for the rest of the year. That is the worry there. Um, There are definite concerns with this knee problem. And I said all along with this five-game week, I expected him to miss at least one game. He's already missed two. It looks like it might turn into three. And it's another one of those things that when you talk about drafting guys at the start of the year based on playoff schedule, now this for most people isn't a playoff week, five game week for the Raptors. It's not a playoff week, but shit can go wild all the time. And it's I'm not a massive fan of basing heaps of decisions just on a a team schedule because it can change a lot. But I, I am worried, yes. Killian Hayes or Roby? Well, the storage room, it's a good question that you ask this. And the answer is, I don't know. And i tell you why I don't know, because they are vastly different players. And the way you need to, and I, this is not to pick on you and again, but it needs to be drummed into the collective fantasy basketball community's mind is that viewing fantasy basketball in this way is wrong. It's the wrong way to do it, right? Because you need to be looking at categories. What do you need, especially in the playoffs? One guy is a center who blocks some shots, good field goal percentage, gets rebounds. The other guy has horrible field goal percentage, good free throws, big assists and steals. What do you actually need? Because for some teams, it's clearly Roby. For some teams, it's clearly Hayes. For some teams, it's neither of them because they've got better players. So it's not a straightforward question. I mean, it, it is a straightforward question when you look at your own team. But in, in, in the vacuum, the answer means nothing. It means nothing. Okay. Is Schroeder worth a drop? Yeah. I don't know why he would be a must-roster player. Do I think Giddy or OG will be back by the 14th? Well, Aaron, I can tell you that OG will not be. He's out at least two weeks. Giddy, if I had to guess, I would say no. But but we, we don't have an update specifically on a date for him. Um, Which... Injured player to drop, Haywood or Porzingis? I, oh, Jesus. I think Haywood because Porzingis is a better per game player, even though I have doubts about both of them. Who's more likely to make a surprise comeback, Anthony Davis or CP3? Anthony Davis, probably, but neither, really. I don't think any of them are doing uh, anything for the fantasy regular season. So Isaiah Jackson a hold? I believe absolutely yes. Do I think Justice Winslow's numbers drop after coming back from Achilles soreness? Not really. Not really. Will Haslam play another minute? Yes, he will definitely play another minute. I guarantee you that. Watch for the last game of the season. That's when you'll do it. How much maths do I use on a daily basis? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Like, yeah, I'm looking at percentages all the time. Um, Yeah, a lot of the stuff is calculated for me in terms of standard deviations that I don't have to look at. But... Yeah, all the time I'm doing like mental maths of dividing and averages and all that sort of stuff and percentages. All, every day, I use it all the time. Best bets for price picks. I've got a best bets article coming out later today 
and I will tweet that out and it'll be linked in the pregame show, but it's not published yet. All right, we've got, we'll do a couple more questions here. Do I smoke? Absolutely not. Do you have a stylist? Because I dig what you wear. <laughs> really, Antoine? My stylist is my partner. That's probably it. And I don't actually wear anything stylish at all. I'm just wearing like Nike running shorts and a t-shirt. No, I don't have a stylist. I wish I made that much money that I could have a stylist. Should you trade Tyrese Maxey for Cam Johnson? That sounds like a horrible trade, Sammy. I wouldn't be doing that. The way Tyrese Maxey is playing, this is something that should be brought up. There was a thread on or, or a post on the Fantasy Basketball subreddit talking about Tyrese Maxey and talking about how good he's been since Harden's been there. And they're like, yeah, all these experts told us he'd expect a drop-off. These are his numbers. There's nothing more to say. And people are convinced that he's going to keep doing what he's doing. So that, to me, is the ultimate sign that he is a sell high. Because if you can, if someone has already convinced themselves that he will continue doing what he's doing, half your job's already done. And i tell you why he won't continue what he's doing. As much as he is, yeah, the third option, no problem. And he's got 20% usage. He's shooting 64%, including... I think 65% from three over these three games. He's also averaging two steals per game. And while we can say that the usage will stay solid at 20, we can say that he sees some easier shots playing off of James Harden. That's all true. 100%, I guarantee you, he won't shoot 65% from three or 64% from the field. And you can, I don't give a shit that James Harden is his point guard. It doesn't matter. Go back and look at every team James Harden has played on. Has, which which guard has shot 64%? Eric Gordon, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Bruce Brown, Joe Harris, Patty Mills. Which one of them? Which one of them's life was made so easy that they became the greatest shooter of all time by a significant margin? So this is to say that there are people who are convinced themselves that Max is going to maintain this or something very close to it. Therefore, he is a gigantic sell high. I think he's still going to be pretty solid, but 64% shooting will very easily come down to, at best case, 49, maybe 45. Yeah, 39, 42, 1% from three, that sort of range. It is a huge drop. So don't, that's selling very low for Cam Johnson. There are people out there who are convinced that he is going to maintain these numbers. And I am here to tell you that he won't. VNM, is Justice Winslow a drop in 12-team head-to-head? That's going to depend on a lot of things. Where are you at in your matchup? Do you desperately need production? I, I think that he's like a top 100 guy if he plays, but we just don't have an update on them as to or on him when he's going to play. And that makes it tough. But if you desperately need production, bye. See you later. But otherwise, in most cases, I'm going to hold a little bit more. All right. We are done. We're going to wrap it up. Appreciate everyone for being a part of the live show once again. It's always great to have you guys here. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, before you head out, hit a thumbs up. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.